I have one thing to say. You better work. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back to The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny. If you've listened to the show before, you've probably heard me challenging you to be as authentically yourself as you can possibly stand. Well, in this episode, we're asking a related question. What can we learn about self-acceptance and being unapologetically yourself from the LGBTQ community? Spoiler alert, a hell of a lot. Wendy and I talked to drag artist and actress Roxy Wood about a ton of things, including her experiences growing up and living as a trans woman of color, getting into the world of drag, and the changing landscape of LGBTQ representation in film, television, and media. Besides her social media presence, Roxy can be seen in a growing list of movies and TV shows, and she regularly hosts legendary drag queen bingo at Hamburger Mary's here in West Hollywood every Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. Wendy's dog Astro and my dog Sookie sat in on this session with us, so please excuse their occasional outside commentary. They were very into the conversation, and so are we. thing in my practice and um so my my brother-in-law mm-hmm. and my sister are very into uh rupaul's drag books, oh, and they okay. came out uh last year for drag con from oh, toronto i was there drag con. oh were you there yeah. i but see when i go i just go to shop like i'm yeah. not i know most of the girls because i'm an la queen but like i just like to shop and be incognito and have my little big old glasses on and just you know and i'll go on a friday when it's like the preview day where you can get all the good shopping and there's not a line of people can you all let me know what that is because i don't know what that is at all so rupaul's drag race oh i know a, his show yeah I so love that show. show is basically spawned drag con which is like comic con so basically, what it, it's a huge convention downtown LA at the LA Convention Center where all the girls from Drag Race are there. They all have booths and they're all selling merchandise. And I know it's just more fun than anything. Yeah. How do I you know? You got people know selling this? wigs and well, makeup and anything drag related yeah. fun. I would love that. Yes, yes. That's I'm surprised he didn't go. Because I'm surprised we didn't take him. Yeah. Well. This is only the third year that they've been doing it. When but, is it? When's the next one? It'll be, I think it's in May because it's right around Pride time frame, like right before Pride. Okay. And, and then they just started, I think last year or either this year, they just started doing it in New York as well. So what do they September. sell? What do they... It, Every, the, like, wigs. And, I mean, the thing is, the main thing is it's, like, a meet and greet. <laughs> it's a meet and greet for you to meet, like, all the girls from Drag Race, like, from all the past seasons and the current ones. And, you know, you can get your picture taken with them. You can talk to them. Um, I think they have performances and little things happening. But then also, you know, it's just merchandise. You can buy stuff from the girls. You know, it gives them all a chance to kind of sell their stuff. And, um, you know, they have, like, vendors selling wigs and makeup and clothes and, you know, it's anything drag and, you know, that kind of related, kind of like pride on steroids. And it's then, so much fun. And they've got, like, panels, too, yes, right? Yes, like, everything. And, like, and, like, yeah. go, sort of like when we go to a... It's like Drag 101. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I go, and they usually do, like, a whole weekend thing where it's, like, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the convention center. And when I went, um, like I said, I normally try to go that Friday because it is ridiculously crazy like lines and you're just it's like an all day so i try to go get in get out i usually like to just go to shop so yeah i just dropped them off right uh, and they were just they were (laughs) so happy but my brother-in-law um who is just the sweetest kindest man but uh he is so into it like he just he's just like 
I, I, I can't do his accent. He's got this Canadian accent. He's just like, <laughs> you can learn so much about being who you are and self-acceptance from drag queens. I mean, he's like such an advocate. It's true. And it's fantastic. It's I was true. Like, oh, my God. I'm gonna be I'm just gonna be the voice for some people who really don't know a Mm -hmm. lot about I mean I don't know too much but you know so this is a place this is a silly question but some people might be thinking this Mm -hmm. like so straight people can go absolutely yeah okay no this is like the best introduction for it it's almost like like I said it's almost it's like going to gay pride you know LGBT pride which but, you don't have to be gay for. No, exactly. Okay. Well, LGBTQ, you know, whatever. It's yes. open to everybody. Well, I know, but I want to make sure yes. people know. But this is more fun because I feel like the focus, main focus is drag, which is the entertainment side of the community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's it just allows you to, and again, it's more for like you being able to meet the girls that you've watched over the years or seen online. They're on Instagram. They're doing all this stuff. You know what I mean? For you to actually be able to interact with them in real life and meet them and, you know, and buy their t-shirt or whatever the heck they're selling. You know what I mean? It's more for that. But then also, like I said, it just gives you a chance to just be around so many like-minded people and so many diverse people. And it's And the fun. energy is incredible. Oh, it's amazing. Just positive so and uplifting. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and energetic. It's, um, I just would love to say how I met Roxy. Yes. Oh, please okay, so tell. Let's, so let's tell. <laughs> I hate to say. Let's how did you hate little... me? <laughs> tell me. Okay, well, let's just do our little introduction. Yes. Oh. Okay, Astro is all, all over it. So, oh, Astro. Uh, welcome back, podcast <laughs> listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in again to The Relationship Show with Dr. Wendy and Miss Jenny. We're two Los Angeles-based psychotherapists hoping to help improve the quality of your relationships to just about everything and everyone. I'm Jenny J.V. Wilson, a.k.a. Miss Jenny. As always, I am here with my fabulous co-host, Dr. Wendy O'Connor. And today we are talking about the importance of being unapologetically yourself with our guest, Roxy Wood. Woo! Oh, yay! Yes! That's me! I'm yes. here! Yes. yes! Vocalist, actress, producer, female character illusionist. I'll do a little bit of everything. I mean, my main gig now, and then I know you're going to talk about this, Dr. Wendy, but, um, <laughs> you know, I host uh, Drag Queen Bingo at Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood, and I'm trans, actually. I am trans, but at the same time, drag is my job, and I live for <laughs> it. I have a great time dressing up and acting a fool. That's what I do. Can the you tell us here. the difference? Yes, Please. to me, um, trans is who I am. You know what I mean? It's 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 what I am basically. You know, just like like to me, it's like saying, "Oh, well, I'm black. I'm trans." That sort of thing. Drag is my job. So you know, I live my life every day as a trans woman, but at the same time, when I'm working, I I do drag. So that's kind of that's the difference. You know, drag is more of an occupation. Ha ha. There uh-huh. you go. Got it. Versus trans is your life. So got it. That's the difference. So yes. There was an event. Oh. My friend comes to me, Megan, who sends her love. Megan. With Fred the Basset Hound. The Basset Hound. I love Basset Hound. So she runs a basket, bas, basket, a Basset <laughs> Hound rescue. And she said, oh, I'm having this event. You need to come and, and support it. It's great. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, okay. And so the time, she just was stalking me. Come on, be there. It's really important. Blah, blah, blah. And Fred is Astro's best friend. He's this cute little basset hound that she rescued. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. So on a very hot, hot day, I uh, went with Christopher. And Christopher is almost 17 years old and he is fabulous. And he it was just so excited to go. And so uh, it was, what is it, Drag Queen 
Bingo. It's yes. legendary bingo, but also known as drag queen bingo. And it happens at Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood every Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We do five shows a week. And then we also travel and go other places too. But we always do it for charity at Hamburger Mary's in oh, West really? Hollywood. Yes. Every show we do is for charity. Really? And I actually millions and millions a of lot. dollars. And it's been around for 20 years. Bingo's been around. I've been with it. I've been with the clique now for 10 years. And I'm the main bingo hostess that we, you know, because there's three other girls. But then also I book all the charities too that we do with so i'm the one interacting with the charities and doing all that behind the scenes stuff as well as you know hey yelling and talking talking shit and calling balls that's what i do unbelievable <laughs> so it's fun so it's i fun. go and you know we have delicious food and christopher is just in awe because it's just so fun inside but as we walk in i saw you roxy mm -hmm. and i just saw my first look was Oh my God, how beautiful. Oh, I'm swear so to God. Sweet. Thank and then you. I said, Oh my God, her makeup. Oh, well. Um, well, not today. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, All you natural. Still, you still look, you Thank still you. look fantastic. <laughs> and Thank I you. said, Wow, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. So then, um, so we're watching you, and as you know, the show gets going, and then we start to play bingo, which I haven't done since I was like five or right. ten. Most I don't people even haven't, know. or at all. Oh my god, so fun, so organized. Bingo. It is so fun. Can we just do? We gotta go. Ew. You you have to see what she does. So as time goes by, and um, one of the bingo things, Christopher thought he got bingo, so he ran up and he goes, I got it, I got it. And I go, are you sure? And he goes, I got it. And he ran up. And he was like, I got it. And then they were really cute. And they go, no, honey, Aww, you didn't get it. Right. It's cute. So then when you don't get it, go it's ahead. It's called a false bingo, and I have a big black strap. And <laughs> I take it out, and I bend you over the counter, and I, I basically slap you. And and he got slapped, and I, I assume he had a good time. Most people have a good time. I mean, the shock of it is like, wow. But, you know, it's it's. Roxy, I had to take him off the stage. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> boy leave. loved it just a little too much. <laughs> he didn't want to leave. Wait, being on the stage or the strap? This, I no, well, they put your, you had to put your hands. <laughs> Sorry, Astro is a little hyper. Oh, that um, baby. Hi, baby. So, Hi, baby. So, you have to put your hands on the bar. And yeah, then just, it's better if you grab onto your, something, and yeah. then I just give you a little, a little love 50 tap. Shades. And right. I said, "Come on, something." I said, "Come on, Christopher, let's go." And you know, but anyway, 50 shades so of bingo. We had a great time, but we were in awe at just your energy, your yeah. beauty. You're so naturally, authentically Thank funny. Thank you. Thank you. And the whole time, really, you know, and there's another woman who does it too, but she, but and it funny as well, and just really, everybody was laughing and it was flowing. Even Astro wants to go uh, astro astro front row seat <laughs> <laughs> but really at the end i just i had to go up to you and just say and i'm so glad you did because like i mean that's astro. like the birth of this now you know what i mean yeah absolutely you know it's like following the breadcrumbs and you know our job in life our mission is to help people find the light i'll get a bone for him should it, you want me to go and get a bone for him I'll get a bone for him. Why don't you guys wait and talk about the kind of bones that we could get from him? Oh, well, it's your dog. That's your child. And this is when we'll put in the elevator music. Please stand by. I mean, but at some point, you should definitely come because, like I said, and let me, you know, and I mean, not that I'm like somebody, but at the same time, I got the hookup. I'll get y'all in. No, it's one of and these crazy things I've fun. wanted to go. For and, so and I'm sure long. you've heard about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what's yeah. so fun about it because, like, no matter where I go, like, I was just, I shot this show um like two weeks ago 
And I'm sitting there, you know, not even like this done up. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there just kind of half-assed because I'm playing like some, you know, basically some ex... Actually, I'm a trans woman, but I actually got to play the part of a, a, a real woman, just a normal woman, like an ex-basketball player or whatever in this new There's show no called... such thing as a normal woman. I, right, you know. <laughs> not anymore. But, um, you know, in this um, new show coming out on ABC. And it's, it was crazy because, like, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, like basically no makeup on at all. And I'm just talking to the, the makeup artist. And they're all looking at me like, we know you from somewhere. And they, it was from bingo. Like, everywhere I go, somebody knows me from bingo. You know, even if I look just, like, played down, they just, they don't know where they know me, but it's usually from bingo. So everybody and their mama has either heard about it or wanted to go or been. And it's so much fun. Like I said, it's been around 20 years. So. How did you get into it? How did I, you fall um, into your world? It's crazy, because I, um, I was just a performer, you know, just doing the drag show circuit. And there was an audition that my boss put out on um, Craigslist years ago. And he just, you know, he would do this like every six months and he would just, you know, kind of try to get new talent for the shows or whatever. And so I went in audition and, you know, I made the little cut and he would book me like once or twice a month, you know, with all the other girls. If he'd been doing bingo for like 20 years, so I said, well, now it's been 20 years. I probably um, started doing the shows with him 15 years ago. And so he'd been doing it for about like maybe six or seven years at the time. And he had an assistant that would book the charities and do all that stuff with him and kind of like help him behind the scenes. And something happened with her, like she either moved or something happened. So, you know, after a couple months of me doing the shows or about a year or so of me doing the shows, he was just like, hey, you know, you want to be my assistant? I was like, sure, why not? So I started booking the charities and doing all that stuff before I even became a bingo hostess. At that time, there were five girls doing the bingos and two of them, the main two that he had, one of them who basically started with him when he first started, you know, 20 years ago. She decided to, her parents are going to buy her a house in Kentucky, so she decided to just get up and leave. You know what I mean? So, you know, LA's a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> so she decided to leave. Um, the other one decided to pursue a career in um, New York. She wanted to do, like, you know, Broadway and all that stuff. So she left, too. So at that time, there were only three other girls, and he just looked at me. He was like, hey, you want to be? And I was like, sure. So I did it, and then I became, now I'm like, you know, 10 years later, I'm like the main girl, and you know, on top of still dealing with the charities and booking everything, I'm like, you know, when he's not somewhere, I'm there, you know, basically, I'm like his right hand, so. It's just meant to be. Yeah, so, it works out. Things happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to go back, so I had yes. to get something for Astro, and hopefully he will chill out a little bit. Um, so, oh, I, I just want to say that as therapists, one of our goals is to really help people find meaning, purpose, and passion. And one of the things that I love to do is make sh like, not make sure, but I like to find the light in people's eyes and their soul. And, and just the, I was really like exhausted for you after the show. <laughs> it's I a just, lot. And I did two shows that night. It was like back giving birth. Girl, I was, I was so shocked. Not only did you shine and you helped the other person um, doing it with you, you know, out with uh, yeah. the flow of comedy and energy, but just... You gave it your all, and I bet you do that all the time. Yeah, that's and, you and know I and, felt it. I felt your energy. And I mean, don't get me wrong. By the end of the night, I'm exhausted, and like I will sit in my car and drive back to the valley where I belong. I live out here too, <laughs> and you know, and I'm like, you know, don't say anything. Sometimes I'll put on music. Sometimes I'm just like, mm -mm. you know, because I've been talking all night. So like for four hours, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just let me just drive. Um, and then when I get home, same thing. I'll turn on like Golden Girls because it's usually a marathon on on Sunday night. <laughs> Thank you for being afraid. I was up to like almost 3 a.m. watching Golden Girls, and I'm like, I have to get to sleep. I have to be up at 10. Like, I gotta be here at 10. What am I doing? What What is it about Golden Girls? I just, oh, uh, I mean, there's so many things, and it's so peaceful, and I can, it's one of those, like, they're so relatable, and it holds up. It does, and it's just the timing. cattiness, and yes, and the timing, and the reactions, and just, 
you know, and everybody is so, their characters are so unique, but at the same time, so real. Like, you can identify with everybody. And, and it's just funny, and it's just like, you know, no, no real thought. You know, you're just kind of there, and you're just enjoying yourself. You're having a good time. It's like you're just sitting there with friends. You know what I mean? So they give to you the way that you give to everybody. Yes. Yes. Look at you. Yeah. Look at Dr. Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. She brought it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Come on, Dr. Wendy. Loop it back. Come so, on. <laughs> so tell me about Roxy. And, like, I mean, Roxy's always been part of who you are yeah but like where does roxy would come from like the name on everybody's lips is gonna be roxy like what is your so, origin story sure so i mean i was born in in michigan um 1983 so i'm 35 years old and um i was i mean my dad was in the military you know military brat so i was there for maybe like six months and then, um, you know, we moved to, I think we moved to, I, I don't know where the hell we moved. I was six months old. But <laughs> we were like, I'm pretty sure we moved to either Ohio for a little bit, just, you know, because all the, my parents are both from that area. So they have relatives all out there. Or we moved to, um, uh, we might have been in um, Hawaii for a little bit, but, you know, ended up moving around. It was in Hawaii, grew up in Hawaii, grew up in Virginia, grew up in Japan, grew up out here. And um it wasn't until, I mean, I would probably say, you know, I became Roxy Wood. It wasn't until, I mean, I always knew I was, I was always ultra feminine looking and acting. And um, probably it wasn't until like towards the end of my senior year in high school, towards like kind of like getting into college and, you know, doing all that stuff that I really became myself. Roxy. And I started off performing doing um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's astounding. And right, I mean, come on. So and so, fun. yeah, what's your so character? Like, uh, I, you know, I basically I I did because um, the way it was set up, like this was down in Oceanside, one well, in Encinitas, they had um, the La Paloma Theater, and um, I used to do, and they did a shadow cast of it. And so basically, what they would do is at midnight on Fridays. They would play the movie, and the movie's actually, you know, playing sound, all that stuff. And then we would act it out over top of the movie. Ah. So that, yeah, it's, and then of course they had gags where people were throwing stuff, and like when <laughs> it would rain, they would all take out, you know, the trash, you know, the yeah, newspapers, the, yes, yes, and you know, throw rice and all sorts of, and they had all these callbacks and stuff, which is so funny because it's like, you know, everything when you look back, you know, it's like everything I've done has made me, you know, brought me to who I am now because a lot of that stuff I incorporate. You know, because the other girls are they're good at what we do, but you know, I add a little something different. And um, you do, you have the it factor. I swear, thank you, you do. Thank you. Well, I've worked hard for it too because I didn't start off, you know, you know, I just got to a point where it was like I got so comfortable. How and old a lot were you of the, with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh gosh, um, it was probably because I feel like I want to say that I started that either in my senior year in high school or like towards the, you know, or like getting like towards the beginning of like being in college. Cause I didn't really have a break. Like I went straight from senior year to community college and it was like that summer, you know, cause my parents gave me an option. They were like, either you get a job and, and go get your own, you know, situation or you can go to school and we'll pay for everything. And I was like, I'm going to school cause I'm only 19 <laughs> or 17 and I don't I'm know what I'm doing. Yet. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Like I don't even know what I want to do. So, you know, so I went like that summer school, I went boom, straight to community college and then, you know, did that for like two and a half years or whatever, got my A degree. And then I was just like, oh God, I'm schooled out. Like they wanted me to get a bachelor's degree. I'm like, I am so schooled out. Like I've been doing this all my life. I'm done. And, um, but like I said, I started doing the Rocky about probably like, you know, 19 ish, 18, 19 and did that for a couple of years. And the thing with that was, you know, I mean, like the people in that cast were very 
It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I got to cut my teeth. But, you know, for the most part, everybody had been there for a minute. And it was like, you know, they were established on who they were going to be. So, like, I, you know, I was just kind of like one of the randoms. You know, I would dress up and, you know, be in the audience or whatever. Um, I got to do, play the part of Rocky, which was fun. You know, and I had like a little, you know, and I was doing the whole trans kind of like androgynous thing at the time. So, like, I would wear like a little gold bikini swimsuit and be on stage doing that. And then I played Magenta, which was a lot of fun. And that was more like up my alley. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. Um, but yeah, and you know, like I said, that lasted for a little bit. And then um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch came out, the movie, you know, with John Cameron Mitchell. And that came out and it's about, you know, like this whole trans rock story and all this stuff. And And when that came out, they started doing a shadow cast of that. And they started doing that in Long Beach. So I kind of like left Rocky alone. And because they kind of started courting me, and were like, oh, you would be a great Hedwig and blah, blah, blah. You should come out here and do it. And so I started doing that. And they were only doing it like maybe once a month or whatever, I think on a Saturday. And that was so much fun. And and then I'll, and then that was fun too, because like for that one, like I was basically the star. Yeah, I mean, I played the main character. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, Hedwig! Don't you know me? I'm a new Berlin woman. But it was fun. Can I just ask, so how was it in adolescence for you? Just for you personally, socially, maybe romantically, any, um, anything? You know, it Body was funny. Image, yeah, no, I was, I was like overweight. I was, you know, I was chubby. I was nerdy. I was not, you know, I really feel like ugly duckling to a swan. Like, mm -hmm. I totally feel like that now. I mean, granted, I paid for some of that, but <laughs> at the same time, you know, I totally feel like that's what happened with me. And, you know, you know, it's, I mean, and, and we all, I feel like everybody goes through that to some extent. Like we all try to find ourselves and we all try to become, you know, you who we want to be. or not confused? I don't feel like I was confused because I, I mean, you know, I grew up in the eighties and, and, you know, in the nineties, but you know, back then there was no trans or anything like that. I mean, I mean, there was, but you know, nobody knew what it was. It was either you were gay or you're straight, you know? Right. And so. There was no spectrum. No, exactly. Exactly. It's like black or white. It's like, what are you? You gotta be one or the other. And so, you know, for me, you know, growing up that way and being around those people and just, it, it was different because I, you know, again, there wasn't really anybody. I guess my first introduction to anything remotely trans or anything was, was RuPaul. And, you know, I was in, um, where was I? I was in, o in Okinawa in Japan and we lived on a military base. But, like, my sister would get, um, she had friends still in the States and they would send back, like, um, you know, videos of MTV or whatever they were recorded on the VHS oh, and yeah. send them to her. And RuPaul's video was, like, 1992, I think came out with um, Supermodel of the World and I saw her and I didn't know I didn't know what I was looking at because I was like, how old was I back then? I don't even know how old I was. I was either in the like second, third, fourth, fifth grade because we were out there for four years in Japan. And I remember seeing her and just being like, what in the world? I didn't know what it was, but I was like, but she's gorgeous. And I was like, is that? I don't know what I'm looking at, but wow. You know what I mean? And so um, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And like I said, and seeing that and then, you know, now becoming that. It's just, it's very interesting. But, um, but yeah, I was, I hated school. I got picked on all the time. I was bullied, all that stuff. Luckily, I was never, I can't recall. And it's weird because like sometimes, like I talked to you about this, talk to Wendy, but it's like, 
I'll like I'll have you know I'll remember certain things about my childhood, but then and I told my mom this too, and my mom gave me the most strangest response, but <laughs> which like really I was like mama, but no I I told her one time I was like mom I don't really remember all of my childhood, and she's like well maybe you're not supposed to, and I was like why would you say that? <laughs> like I, I mean I know that comes from a loving place, but I'm like why would you say that? What happened to me, lady? You know <laughs> like why would you say that? Um, she's like that to me, <laughs> right? She's like well there was that one time. Girl, Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so just you, ugh, just crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, growing up, like I said, it was um, it, I. You know, I did not. I am. I'm happy for everything I went through because it's made me who I am today. And now it's like you know, I don't care. You know what I mean? I'm so comfortable in my own skin. I'm so happy to just exist and to constantly change and grow. And you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, like I said, I did not have the best and it wasn't horrible by any means. Like there's a lot of people, I definitely feel like, you know, a lot of, cause I do have a loving family. My parents, you know, we're still very close. I talk to them once a week. I see them like once a month. My sister, you know, I have one older sister. She's great. She's going to be getting married next month. So Aww. for the second time, but she's <laughs> going to be getting married next month. Um, so, you know, like I said, I have a great support system. You know what I mean? I've always had like, you know. I've never, like, had a whole bunch of friends. I've always had, like, one or two people I consider really close, and we, you know, spend all of our time together. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of been how it's been for me. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't complain because I went through, I feel like, just enough, but I was never, like, you know, I was never jumped or really, like, attacked like a lot of people go through, like, really beat up or anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, I feel like I've always had angels watching over me. But, um, both, but yeah. Both parents are African-American? Yes. And, so. and, and, you know, they, and they've been together for like 42 years, I think, like married for still happy. I mean, I love going to see them because it's just like, and you know, and it's, it's hard too. Cause I watch them and it's like, I want that. And the same time I'm like, I don't want that. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, you know, it's so just to see that love and just to see that they're still together and they communicate and they have fun together. Like they can just sit there and they'll just be telling stories. And like, they, to me, that's like the best Spending the best time with them is just like listening to them talk about, oh, you remember when blah, 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 you know, and I'm just like, yes, you know, <laughs> it's just so fun. I just love it. I love it. So when, when did music become? Because I know that you're a vocalist. And yeah, you, I sing. I, you know, honestly, I haven't really sang in, uh, I don't even know how long. When I first moved out to LA, I was like, I want to be a singer and I want to do this and that and all this stuff. And then, you know, that didn't really happen. So, you know, so then I actually got, I, I think I started like technically i mean it hasn't been my big break because i'm still you know i'm not you know a household name yet but my my opening to the industry really was i auditioned when transparent came out on um amazon they did like this big and this is what they kind of do which really kind of irritates me now but they did this big um casting call where basically they were like any any trans actress or anybody who's ever wanted to act who's trans you know we're doing a big open casting call for one part, there was one part in the show that they were trying to fill. And so they just, everybody, come on. And obviously I didn't get that part. But I did, you know, basically what they did, which was nice at the time, was they basically took all these different trans actresses and they were like, okay, well, you know, you're not right for this, but let's create a little something for you in this part. And let's create, you know, you can be the, you know, work at Starbucks and you can, you know, you can, you know, open the door for this person. Or you can, you know what I mean? Like there were so many like little, and I was just like, you know, one of, you know, several characters and I was like in a, kind of like a uh, self-help group with, um, you know, the main Jeffrey Tambor, the main character. And, you know, we're sitting there doing like a kind of social thing and we're like having like a meeting and, you know, just talking about being trans and whatever. And so like I was in two episodes of the first season and from that I saw my man, my manager saw me. And then, you know, and then I started booking a whole bunch of stuff after that. But, um, but that was like my first introduction to, 
to kind of like mainstream, you know, acting and stuff like that. But yeah, it's kind of turned from that to me. And then that also kind of the bingo started happening too on the side of that. So it's like, it's a good balance because there's so much rejection, you know what I mean? In the industry. But yeah, so I've got like that, you know, got that balance now, which is good. Well, it sounds like the bingo is sort of, uh, like your foundation. It's Absolutely. kind of where you always go back to. And exactly. Where you know you are who you are exactly. and what you're doing there and it kind of steady and Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How do you stay motivated? Oh. Um <laughs> I don't know. Because you know, you you're the full, you know, you're like uh what what like a triple threat or well, I'm you know sure, I'll you, take it. You know, you I you can be, do it all. Yeah, but you, you <laughs> awesome. are you're 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 beautifully talented, but Thank you. I know that a lot of performers get really exhausted. Yeah, you know, and um that is one hundred percent right. And I mean, I'm just such a worker horse. Like my parents are the same way and you know, especially my dad, he is like you know, he's retired. He's been retired from the Marines 32 years and still on base doing the exact same thing he did now just as a civilian. Like, awesome. so he just can't quit. So you were raised that that, that military culture for you comes, sounds to me like discipline. Comes and into just, discipline. Yes, no, absolutely. Yeah. And it's the same thing because it's like, and- you know, I work, like I'll do the two shows back to back, but then it's like, you know, the next day I like I'll have a day off. And then after that one day, I'm like, okay, I need to do it again. Like I need to work. I can't just, you know what I mean? Sit at home. Like I can't, you know. And your parents, have they seen you? Do they, um, I mean, they've seen most, I mean, they've seen all my TV stuff. <laughs> I can't imagine. They've seen all my TV <laughs> stuff. They haven't been to bingo yet, but they, but like, you know, back when I was like in Oceanside too, I was like, you know, cause I would host like a bunch of the pride events and you know, down in North they've County and stuff. They've seen you all oh, yes, 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 yes. And your parents? Of course. Yeah. No. And they love it. And, um, and then like my mom, which is so like, oh, it, it's crazy. Cause you know. She's your mom. But, you know, like, she'll she'll watch. I do, um, usually when I'm at Mary's, I'll do Facebook Lives before I go on. You know, and I'll just be sitting there eating my salad, talking shit, and, you know. Well, I watched the one of you after Clifton. You were oh, like yeah, a, where I was getting, driving home. Yeah, you were just, like, chilling in the parking lot, and right. I was, like, <laughs> eating. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Yeah, and I do. Um, yeah, so I'll do, like, that. You know, like, like I'll probably do one. Um, I'll think about doing one tonight when I, um, you know, after this audition and talk about it. You know, and I've been going back and forth from Instagram to Facebook and just, you know, kind of, you know, one time I'll do one there and then one there. But, um, but yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you know, she'll watch me and I'll be sitting there and of course my boobs are out and I'm just sitting there talking, you know, whatever. <laughs> and my mom will just be like, oh, I saw you live. And I'm just like, mama, <laughs> you know, cause I just, you know, I'll just start running my mouth and I'm not thinking and, you know, and she'll just be watching and she loves them. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> What's your mom's style like? Oh, is your mom, like. She is always, I love my mom because, you know. She, first of all, you know, I thought I have, I mean, I, everything that's about me, like that's frilly and all this stuff and just, you know, done up. And I mean, that's my mom. And, you know, growing up, like she has so many fucking clothes, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm the same way now too. Like I have a two bedroom apartment. I'm like right down the street from me too. I'm like Burbank, Sepulveda area. Oh, so I'm like so right funny. down the street. But she, um. For those of you who want to kill her. Oh, right. Her, who want to stalk me. Where they live, it's no, but like, yeah, I, I mean, it's not, it's not that. Not I mean, I didn't give you an address. I, I was just like, people, though. I'm like, no, an uh, intersection. And, but listen, exactly, it's an intersection. It's not my freaky, direct. Freaky people. It's a main. Well, somebody want to stand there? There's a shell right, station, a Denny's. <laughs> like that's I'll what's over Denny's. there, right? In the in the entrance of the freeway, so you can stalk me by the entrance of the freeway. No, I always give a general. You know what I mean? It's obviously not on that intersection, but I'm right down the street. But um, <laughs> you're so funny. Now she's gonna be driving home like, what the fuck? I'm gonna take a different so way. I'm not taking that way. 
But um, yeah, um, what was I gonna say? I don't even know what I was talking about. We're talking about your mom's My style. mom. Your mama. So she, oh god, she has so many clothes and so many shoes and so many. And I'm the same way now. It's like I have a two bedroom apartment. My second bedroom is nothing but my closet. Like I have racks that I like laid out where it's like, and then a lot of stuff I make, you know, like the dress I was sitting in, I make that, you know. I saw all that fabric you bought. Yeah, I went to the garment district last week with one of my best friends and yes, and I mean, most of that fabric was like less than $10 a yard and I only need one yard to make a dress. So I literally was just like, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. Where did you learn how to sew? Did you teach yourself or? Kind of, I mean, I, um, when I was in uh, Oceanside too, before I moved up here, I got a gig at, and they had like a drag bar um, kind of restaurant, which is kind of like Hamburger Mary's called Lips down in Ocean, uh, down in um, Hillcrest in San Diego. And, it, you know, Lips, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, it's all very frilly and they've got all, it's like you just walk into like some drag queen's paradise. You walk in and everything's, you know, colorful and sparkly and then shoes and all this stuff. It's very, it's very similar to Mary's actually, and, or Mary's is similar to it. And, you know, and the drag queens are like the hostesses and they, you know, they actually, they wait the tables, which I hated, you know, back in the day when I did that. But they, you know, they do all that. They take the orders and all that stuff. And then they also perform like midway through. Um, so it's a lot of fun. But um, the main girl who worked there, her name is Tootie. And she taught me, um, me and my best friend at the time, she taught us how to sew. And it was like this really quick introduction, you know, she had all this stuff and she was just like sewing, she was sewing up something. So we kind of learned from her and then we like, I don't remember if we took a class or we just kind of like fed off each other, you know what I mean? And just kind of like got our sewing machines. It was like, okay, so you do this. So I've never been formally, formally trained. And then, you know, I just, I mean, I do the most basic, I get four-way stretch fabric, so my body's doing all the work, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you get something that's like gonna just kind of shimmy on and then, you know, whatever you can't like do sewing wise, you just kind of safety pin and you know what I mean? And you just, you know, make it work. But, um, so that's basically what I do. So I'm not a seamstress by any means. But. So Spanx and all that stuff. Can you just tell me a little bit about, I'm so fascinated with your look. Oh. And so your makeup is beautiful. Thank you. And, but then like. And how I long mean, does it take to yeah. do your Tell oh, us the whole process. Makeup. The whole thing. I mean. She's so beautiful. I, I, I give know. myself a good hour and a half. She needs it. To like, you know, two hours maybe. You know, because I, you know, I'll put on music and I'll get sidetracked. You know, something will happen. I'm like, oh, let me go look over so here. you, you know the process I mean? of it. I do. I do. But then at the same time, there are times when I do, you know, like have have like three or four shows, you know, like, you know, two on one day, one the next day, where I'm just like, I just want to get done. I and you wear the same thing for each show? No, I always change. I always change. Yeah, I have, I have, I have a room full You've of clothes. Room full of clothes. I mean, I'm yes. You. So no, that's I'm always... probably another way to get motivated is that you're fresh and clean for each one. Like, exactly. Well, and to me, that's the fun part so. of it. And like, depending on too, like depending on the show or the charity or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I'll wear something to kind of, you know, go with that, you know, depending if I'm in the mood or whatever, or if it's like a holiday, if it's like, you know, 4th of July weekend or something of course i'm gonna wear some you know red white and blue or something you know what i mean it just all depends on like what's happening and you know what you're kind of inspired by at the time so yeah. script or no script for what the show for the show there was when i first started for bingo and you know there still is there's like a general script and then basically most of it is just like for the balls you know there's a lot of callbacks like there's certain like you know 069 dinner for two sauce on the side you know like he created that <laughs> There's, you know, 068, the selfish callback, you do me, I'll owe you one. But then it's like, for me, I see, because I, you know, but I take the callbacks and then I'll go even further and then I'll be like, you know, afterwards, you know, so we'll say the 068 and then I'll say, that's the man you kick out of bed because he don't want to share. You know what I mean? So I like go further with it and I'll, or I'll make it more mine or like B15, the biggest B we got. And then I'll say like, you know, mark her, she's a big old B or something. You know what I mean? Like I always add a little something more to it. 
you know, so it's not just, you know, the basic callbacks. Because we do, when you get to bingo, there's like a little sheet that gives you examples of the games we're going to play. And then there's also a listing of the callbacks. So you can actually participate like Rocky Horror. Oh, you can, nice. yeah, you can Good, participate yeah. in it too. And you guys get celebrities. We do. We do. Um, we've had some like, I mean, oh, look at that baby. <laughs> Astro. We've had some, um, we've had some like, we did this one show, um, you know, and it depends because most of them, they come through the charity. You know what I mean? But we did this one show, like Emma Stone came and this was like two, like two months after she won her Oscar. And it was crazy because she did this big, like this big event for Planned Parenthood. And like I said, we did it at Mary's. It wasn't like the regular night. It was a Monday night. And like, you know, she charged, I mean, you know, cause it was all going to the charity. So like, it was, I think she charged her friends like $300 or something to play, but, but which is great. Cause like all these, like Slayer Silverman was there oh. and, um, uh, Audrey, Aubrey Plaza was there and, um, there were so many other people I can't even... But there, it was a lot of a lot of people, a lot of fancy, you know, and um, and you know, of course, she was there, and it was great. Like it was just, you know, so yeah, it just depends. But like I said, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten some amazing people to just come, and they all just have a great time. They come through the charity, and you know, it's like you're you're having fun, you're drinking, you're throwing stuff, you're yelling, you're screaming, you're trying to win a prize, you're winning prizes, but at the same time, you know, you're also you're helping out charity. So it's pretty amazing, you know what I mean. Do you ever get audiences that do not, I can't imagine because you're so funny, but oh, like who just flatline no laughing? You know what's funny about that is what generally happens is, because I mean, I'm a lot to take, you know what I mean, when I'm on stage. Because I mean, I'm giving you, you know, my boobs are out, you know, I'm all done up for the nines. And, you know, but then I'm also like, you know, I'm also, I mean, in a way I'm kind of like a dominatrix because I'm talking, you know, I'm like directing this show and I'm like right. keeping you focused to do this thing but at the same time there's so many like weird things happening that like you know pull your focus so it, it's funny because it's like for me um you know I'm doing all this stuff and I've had shows where like you know I'll you know do my normal spiel and stuff like that and you know and like the reaction's kind of mediocre but then what always happens which is so crazy to me is at the end of the night and I'm like thinking oh god you know I must have offended somebody or you know this is too much or is that at the end of the night it's like a line of people want to take a picture yeah. of me and they're just like oh my god you were just blah and I'm like well where was like <laughs> where were you? You were just in awe. Yes, I'm up there sweating. Like, right. come on, you're people. working really hard. Yes, for it. and a so couple you times I keep going. You yeah, keep I keep going because I mean the thing is like the shows must go on. You know what I mean? And I never and I never do. You know, I mean there are times when I'm exhausted, but at the same time I'm like, you know, I still got to give these people a show. You yes. know what I mean? There's no, you know, let me give a half ass show. So it was really Rocky Horror that got you really comfortable with being on stage in front of an audience, or were um, you doing that when you were growing up? Were you? Doing no, I mean I've always because I was always in choir, I was always in drama. You okay. know what I mean? The drama so club you were and all doing that stuff. Yeah, okay. I was doing all that stuff when I was younger, but like Rocky, um, at least that allowed me to be around people where, you know, everyone was so different and everyone was so, yeah. and then just Especially like the whole. if you're moving around a lot. Well, exactly. And then also like, you know, you know, Sweet Transvest, I mean, you know, Frankenfurter, you know what I mean? You yeah. see that and you're just like, well, hell, if you can be that, I can be anything. You know what I mean? So, and everybody's just kind of in their own, you know, world doing their own thing. So, and I think for me, it was just like the more that I did it. And it's, it's funny, too, because, like I said, I didn't start off just hosting shows. Like, I started off, you know, I wanted to be a singer, so I would do all the drag shows. And, you know, mainly for drag shows, they, the girls all lip sync to music. And I would always sing. I would always sing live. So I'm out there doing that stuff. And, you know, and that was, it was fun, but it was always like, you know, I had so much more to worry about. You know what I mean? I got to worry about, you know, and don't mess up those words. And, you know what I mean? And people are actually, you know, they're, you know, really looking at you. And half the time, you know, because it's, it's a drag show, so, you know, people are... They're enjoying the show, but at the same time, they're, you know, they're talking with their friends and they're not really paying attention to you, you know, all the time. So it was, it was different because I'm sitting here singing and I'm doing all this stuff, but then there's all this added pressure on me. So when I ended up transferring over to like the hosting, it was amazing because like with Bingo, everybody there, like they're focused on you because they need to listen to you to win. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have their attention. And then you don't have that stress of, oh, am I going to hit the right note? Like, I'm just running my mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just talking. You know what I mean? So I can just, I can sound however the hell I want to sound. Or I can, you know, do whatever I want to do. And Hecklers you know. or any racism stuff or no. obnoxious. You know, I mean, every now and then somebody will say something. But, like, I, I have a good snack back. Like, I, you know what I mean? Nobody if had to get said, removed. No, we've never had anything like that. Because for the most part... You know, like, you know, you mess with people a little bit and then, you know, you just kind of move on if you see that they're, you know, they're just being dicks or whatever. Yeah. But for the most part, like, you know, most people there. Like, why would you be there? Exactly. But I'm just saying right. the alcohol is flowing and I could imagine that people, you, you know. You do, but it, like, I mean. It'd be a perfect storm if you yeah, You get I mean, people every now and then that like, you know, kind of. But, but at the same time, like, you know, they don't, I don't think that they are trying to be hecklers. They just want to be a part you right. know what I mean? And like, you know, they get so excited and they're just like, oh, let me, I want to be in it. You know what I mean? Let me say something. And, you know, and I'll play with them for a little bit. But then the good thing is, again, because it's bingo, there's, it's, you know, it's a moving train. Yeah. So it's, it's so like, I deviate. Yeah. yeah. And I say all this stuff and we're going around doing stuff. But at the same time, and, you know, it's like, you know, okay, next game. Okay. Your next game. timing is amazing. Thank it really you. is. It's like, there's, it's just, you know, my dad's a producer director. So I always look at all shows, lighting and timing and the right. music and who's, you know, the, how things the, are put yeah. together. So, but the audience is, so interactive and it's yeah. just so um yeah. it's fun i just can't wait for you to just you know go to the next level like me too <laughs> yes, so, what is, so what is next level for you what's your dream gig um i talked to dr wendy about this i think like you know and not particularly this i mean honestly i would love to do what i'm doing right now with the bingo but do it on a, like basically like host family feud i would not want to do family oh, feud per se but that, and that's where I get a lot of my like inspiration is Steve Harvey because, oh my God, like the things he says to these people and the way that he picks on them and they're just like, oh, Steve. And like, you know, and I, I remember like, watching that and I'm just like, oh my God, he could say anything. <laughs> and that's what I do when I'm on, you know, I'm doing my bingo and I'm just talking shit and just, you know, and people are just like, they're loving it. Yeah. I'm just like, are you sure? Okay, I'll keep going. But it's, it's, yeah. So, I mean, like something like that where, you know, and I know my boss at one time was like, he was in talks of doing like a kind of like a drag bingo, um, you know, and trying to get it like like a series, you know, like a show of it on, um, you know, one of the networks or whatever. And I don't know, like, where all that's gone. But honestly, that's what I would love to do. You know, like, I found, I fell in love with hosting now and and doing what I do. So basically what I'm doing now with the bingo, but like, you know, like on CBS, some ABC show or whatever, you know what I mean? But just, you know, you know, host Roxy Wood and, you know, and I can yeah. just be just like I am now. Doing my, you know, maybe a little bit more covered up because it's prime time. But, you know, doing up what I do. Those babies are so excited. <laughs> the <laughs> These babies are running, running in like, like oh, those their kids. Astro has it. a little, uh, he has a little identity problem because we have two cats and I think he thinks he's a cat. Oh. Yeah, so he's a little <laughs> just confused. He, he used to be like that too because we had cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah when so we funny. first got her. So, um, so I also, I saw a photograph of you. Mm -hmm. And it looked like you were in an art studio. Is that your home, or was that somebody else's art studio? Oh, what I'm talking about. And I was wondering if you're. Like, it was a bad picture. It was like like kind of far away and like actually, dark lighting I or whatever. It was really kind of, I thought it was really like kind of a lovely photo. Oh. Actually, I mean, you're <laughs> well, just sort you of sitting it. there in profile and in this like an art studio. You know and what I was that wondering... was? So we did. Um, I was on a show, Grace and Frankie. I did an episode of Grace and Frankie a couple years ago, and. Since then, like we've done, you know, because I know a lot of the some of the producers or whatever, and so we and we're actually like in a, like two weeks we're doing another gig for them. But yeah, like we've actually been asked to the set twice 
to do, you know, for like the, for, you know, the, the staff of Grace and Frankie to do, like it was one of their like executive producers birthday and he loves drag queen bingo. He's been a million times. So like we came to the set and that's what that was. Like my boss actually took that picture and it was in, I think it's, um, I forgot which is. I think so it's, it's a set. Yeah. So it was, it was, um, you know, Lily Tomlin's, I forgot which, she's Grace or Frankie, I forgot. But, because um, I've never really watched the show. I just did I it. haven't watched it yet <laughs> either. But I, uh, my mother and one of my best friends they back home, it. they just love it. Yeah. yeah well, tell them I'm on it. I'm on yeah, the second season, episode like three. I'm, I'm the bingo hostess. Because right. I go into I, the, yeah, I'm there with, um, you know, Martin Short, Martin Sheen and, um, and um, you know, John uh, was Witherspoon, you know, Witherspoon. I guess his name, John Witherspoon. But basically, the, you know, the exes of Grace yeah, and Frankie. Yeah, 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 so like they get, you know, one of them's sick, Martin Sheen is sick, and then like, you know, to surprise him, you know, his, or his boyfriend, you know, brings in me, and I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> we're doing bingo in the hospital. Oh. So, yeah, it's fine. I'm there for like two seconds, so they cut like the hell out of that scene. But, um, but yeah, so we, um, we were on set for Damn that. editors. I, you know. And That's the, just a shout out to my husband. Who's oh, an really? Editor. He's an editor. Get him. Get them <laughs> off the floor. Get him. him. <laughs> Me, don't why don't ever you? cut Roxy I out mean, of anything. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I mean, it was so funny because there was so much more stuff that we did that like, and like literally it was like 30 seconds and I was like, damn it. You know what I mean? And do you get paid for the same thing? Yeah, because, you uh, get paid because okay. we have no, you know, we have no say what's going to happen. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why, again, like we were talking when I walked in the door and I was just like, you know, I've got an audition today that I'm going to do like around one something and I'm excited for it. But again, you know, until I'm like. Until I go see the movie my damn self. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'll let people know that I'm in it. You know, because obviously they're going to keep something. But, you know, but I'm just like, I'm not going to build up anything. I did this movie with Woody Harrelson called Wilson. And I was in two scenes. And actually, I'm glad that they cut the second scene. But like, you know, basically I play a hooker named Cinnamon. And so, you know, <laughs> we, I, we were out in Minnesota. We shot it. It was so much fun. And, um, you know, and I, he picks me up. I'm just hanging out on the block. And he picks me up. And, you know, we talk it over there. And then we go back to this hotel. And um, the second scene, so the first scene is me just sitting at the car talking about him. The second scene is like, you know, we're in the, in, you know, we're in the hotel and we're sitting there and he's fully clothed, sitting on bed, looking crazy. And, you know, and I'm sitting there topless, just kind of like, you know, talking to him like, all right, we're going to do this. And he's like, basically like a therapy session for him. He's like telling me his life story and I'm just sitting there like, you know, ready to go. And, um, and it was so funny because like at the time, like I had just, because that was, I don't know how many years ago. That was like, a, probably like almost four years ago. And I had just got my boobs done like two months before that. So I'm at the time I was like, oh my God, this is going to be my Halle Berry moment, my Monsters Ball moment. And you know, and I'm going to be a star from this. And then they end up cutting the scene, which I'm glad they did because like I, like I said, I just got my boobs done. So they were probably like all sorts of weird looking, you know what I mean? Because they, they don't sit right. They like you have to, yeah, they have to drop and you know, and do them. They were like just up here. And so I'm glad that they oh, didn't I keep know. it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. See, you didn't have to worry about it, though. I, I had to work for mine. But, um, yeah, I'm glad that they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't keep it now that I think about it. Because I'm just like, yeah, they were probably kind of awkward looking at the time. But And I tried to, like, you know, shadow him and highlight him with makeup and do all this stuff to make them look, you know. But at the same time, again, it was like, you know, they were, like, fresh. What was done. that like for you to get breasts? Um, It hurt like hell more than I thought it would. I mean, literally, I was sitting there. You know, when I, and luckily at the time I had a boyfriend and he, you know, he was very attentive to me, which was great. I remember like, you know, sitting, like laying, well, it's, and you have to stay upright. So I'm like sitting in the bed, I have these pillows propping me up. And literally it felt like they were just going to rip off my chest. Like it was like the most, I was like, why did I do this? But now, I mean, four years later, you know, I'm just like, I don't even have to, I don't even remember they're there. You know what I mean? I don't right. even feel happy, them. Happy, happy, They feel very yeah. natural. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, and it's just like, you know, I'll just be doing my thing. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Um... 
But it's crazy, too, because, like, I remember telling myself, too, you know, and I was on pain meds and stuff like that, but I remember telling myself, and this is how I got through it, was, you know, each day I was like, it's never going to hurt as much as it does right now. And it didn't. Like, the next day it hurt less, and then it hurt less, that's and it hurt actually, less. That's actually a wonderful kind right? of philosophy no, towards it's true. any anything, difficult Anything you do, like, it's not going to hurt. physical or psychic. And it's so true, because it's yeah. like, you know, and like I said, the next day... You know, it was less, and then it was less, and then like within three days, I was out driving. Like I was like, I gotta do shit. I ain't got time to be sitting what here. What was it like though? Like this is because we talked about you know your internal world matching yeah. your external. Yeah, you know everything kind of coming together. Well, it definitely, um, you know, it, it made well, it made dressing a lot easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like I mean now it's like you know I ain't gotta stuff this big old bra. I can just and that was the thing too for me because I had already at that point I had been doing the whole you know I had been living as a trans woman. For at least a good, I mean, I'd been doing it off and on when I was in college. Like, I um, started off, I was in this acting course, and, you know, and basically they were, they were trying to teach us, you know, like, male, fem- female mannerisms and all this stuff. And I remember at the time I told my, you know, because I was doing Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I told my acting um, teacher, I was like, well, you know, when I do Rocky and I do all this other stuff, I always play female characters. So is it okay if I'm, like, on the female side of things? And he was just like, yeah, sure. So my crazy ass... I, the next day, I showed up to class, and I'm, like, done in drag. And I'm just like, okay. Don't play with Yeah, so I'm like, I'm going to be in the female side. So I, and it was just, like, and it was crazy because, like, one day, like, you know, when I had that class, I would be all done up. And then the next day, I'd be, like, more boy mode, you know, going to another class. So I was like, I don't know what people thought. But it was, yeah, but at the same time, it was weird. But it was fun. And um, I just remember, like I said, um, that leading to now, um, I don't even know where I was going with that train of thought. But um, what were we talking about? We were, we're talking just talking about, about kind of getting into your body, like exactly. the body that you feel is who you are, internally. right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a lot of the experience, right? Is feeling like uh, this this vehicle I'm and driving Matt, doesn't feel right? like the one I'm supposed to be in. And um, like I said, I spent a good amount of time doing the whole kind of like androgynous thing before I decided because I didn't start taking hormones or doing any of that stuff until I was 29. So, and I'm 35 now. Wow. And so, like, it took me a good minute to really, like, say, I want to do this. You know what I mean? And But, like I said, growing up, I was always more feminine looking and acting. So, people would naturally just, you know, ma'am or miss or, you know what I mean? More so than they would sir. And so, um, it was it was just interesting because when I did decide to make the transition, you know, one, the hormones just really, like, I've been off hormones for, like, two years now. And I'm so happy because they just drove me insane. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, like it was it was How it was neat to, to be a woman, right? It was like, and the problem was, you know, it would be like when I would be off my cycle because you, I would do spirolactone, these little pills like testosterone blockers, and then I would also do the estrogen shots. And when I would do the shots, I would do them every two weeks. And at the end of my cycle, like when it was time to get a new shot, oh my god, my emotions! It was like ridiculous. Ridiculous, And I'm very, like I told you, I'm very just chill and even and just, you know, like not many things, you know, get me all riled up. Well, I wish there traffic. was a shot for chill and oh, even. Go- oh, like, the, oh, there is. Oh, there, there <laughs> there's are. shots, there's things you can smoke. <laughs> but, um, you know, things you can eat. But, yeah. um, but yeah, it was, it was just crazy because, like I said, um, at the end of that cycle, I just was like, everything was like, you know, somebody would say something to me. I'm just like, oh, and I was, you know, it was too much. And I'm like, I was just this emotional roller coaster. I'm like, or I get upset over things. And it was just like, I can't do this. Were you ever, um, were you ever told you had to do counseling before they would do any of this? Because I know that that's a big thing now. Now, I think more so. I think I kind of, um. I thought that was only if you're a minor. 
But do you have? I think that they. I don't. You know. I feel like the rules are like they just change so often with it, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Too like. Yeah, and but that that was the thing too. I didn't do mine through insurance. Like I basically. That's one thing I will say about like you know if you know you're ever going down that route and you don't know what to do or whatever, go to the Gay and Lesbian Center. You know, LGBTQ center. And there's um, also the LA Gender Center, which see, I didn't even know about yeah, that. Yeah, they're relatively new. Where are they? they at? Also, they're they actually work out. Of, they're kind of a, a group of therapists uh-huh. that work out of a couple of different. Oh, offices. nice. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and so like what I did was I went there, and basically like I just went in and was like, hey, you know, and then that was the thing too. I mean. Not that everything's judged on appearance, but you know, when I walked in there, I just looked like a woman. So I was just like, hey, you know, I'm trans and, you know, I want to, you know, start doing the hormones and stuff. They're like, okay, well, you know, let's fill out this paperwork and, you know, get you together. Your bathroom curtain, by the way. I was looking at that. I'm like, that's like the trains, like that's the Metro. Yeah. I love, are you like part of the Metro or? My husband loves maps, and so when we got together a long time ago, I, like, incorporated that into the aesthetic. everything. Because I have a very strong aesthetic, and I wanted his to be folded in. That's that's how you stay together. Yeah, so we went went to London, and we loved it, and so... So is that London, or is that out here? That's that's the London. Because I looked, and I was like, God, that almost looks like the Metro, because you got the red line, the orange line, the green line, the blue line. I have a Raider cup for my husband. Yes, you do, and that's all you've got. (laughs) He likes baseball hats. Right. (laughs) Well, I ain't got no husband, so there we go. But, um... You gotta show space. Right. It's so true. You know, everybody's gotta feel like their part. See, but you know what? That shows me that you are so detail-oriented, you know? Very specific, detailed. Mm -hmm. Can we just talk one second about your makeup? When did that happen in your life? And how did you get so incredibly beautifully lovely at it? I'm just oh, good at it. Thank yeah, I you. mean, it is not easy to do. No, it's not. And I mean, honestly, I tell people all the time, it's just the more that you do it. It's just because I do it so regularly, and you know, and you get into this routine, and you know, and you figure out what works for your face and what doesn't. It's trial and error. All your you know stuff I mean? that you put together, you mm-hmm. never took a course. You never, nobody no, taught you. No, I have. Um, so this is what I, who I will credit for that is, you know, one of my best friends who lives up in San Francisco. She, um, you know, she, uh, when we were growing up, you know, she was in Hillcrest and I was in Oceanside and I would drive down and spend like, you know, all the weekends and, you know, whatever. We'd go out and party together and all that stuff. But she uh, worked at Mac. And so, and we actually started, and she, uh, she's a boy, but, you know, I call her she, because we um, started off doing drag together and all that stuff. And we were in the clubs together and we worked at Lips together and all that stuff. But she was, at, she worked at the Mac store and is very, like, now she's into graphic design. She lives up in San Francisco and is very talented. And, um... But she, uh, you know, she, uh, like I said, she worked at the Mac store and she was always just like an artist when it came to, you know, what she would do with her face. So I basically learned from watching her and then her being like, this is a product you should use and this is what you should do and all this stuff. And then, you know, and then from that, you know, also again, just, you know, once you find what works for you, you know, just perfecting it and the more you do it and the more you do it you know, the repetition of it. Then yeah, it's just like, kind I of... guess if you're playing a role on exactly. Broadway exactly. every night, then you learn, like, exactly. you it's get the same it down thing. to a routine after a while. And that's right? how it is for me now, you know what I mean? And every now and then I'll deviate stuff, but I mean, like, I'm very, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm like, you know, once I find what works for my face, I'm like, that's perfect, move on. You know what I mean? I've got other things to deal with. Let's just get this done. And, you know, and, and get to the other things. Did so. you play with makeup as a child, a teenager? Or? No, I really didn't have anything like that. Because, like I said, growing up in the military, my dad was, he was very, like, he was just, he was more strict. And, you know, because he didn't understand the whole feminine, you know, sides and all that stuff. And, and um, you know, so I didn't really, I was kind of 
not necessarily sheltered from that. And then my sister was a tomboy, too. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't ever into that stuff. You know what I mean? So it's funny because she's such a tomboy. So you picked up. Yeah, you exactly. Up exactly. And no, I got the, most yeah. of that from my mom and stuff like that. Even though my mom doesn't wear a whole lot of makeup. But yeah, I kind of like the all the feminine stuff came to me, you know, because she, you know. But it is an art. I mean, it really is. It but like... that's the thing. Like, I've always been creative. I've always been more on the artsy side of things. And like, I enjoyed drawing. I enjoyed, you know. Like, all that stuff. You know, I was always, like, you know, I always like to sing and act and do all that stuff. You know, I've always been, like, that artistic, you know, side. What would you suggest for teenagers? We mm. have a lot of, um, I, I work with a lot of families, and the mothers, typically the mothers, mm. eh, mothers maybe, and fathers will come and be very serious and say, my daughter feels like a boy, mm-hmm. or my son feels like a, a girl inside. Mm-hmm. They need to stop it. Well, <laughs> do they? <laughs> like, 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 like do yes, and then the, uh, you know, uh, you need to have them, you need to work on, uh, she dresses like a boy. Mm-hmm. He dresses like a girl. Yeah. You need to have them stop it. See, and you can't do that. And that's I when remember, you give them my number. Right, right. No, you need to come see <laughs> yeah. my friend. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let me get you together. No, I mean, really, I think more than anything, they just need to talk to their kids and and listen to what's going on with them. You know what I mean? Because it's so hard to... And I feel like now, like, I mean, it's so weird. One, we're in California. I mean, I grew up in Virginia where it was like, not only was it, you know, there was no, you know, trans, there was, you know, you know, you were in the closet for everything, but like, it was also racist. You know what I mean? So it's so crazy to like be out here and to like think that people still go through oh, something like that. Oh, it's still really big. I, I know. We are in our bubble. We have to check yeah. it sometimes. No, I'm the same way. Cause I'm like, I do bingo. I do scream and yell at people and then I go home. Like that's my world, you know, and then I'm do a TV show. So there's like, teenagers so... who say, if you don't give me hormones, I will kill myself. What do you say to that? And the parents say still no. So then the kids get hospitalized for suicidal thoughts because you're not allowing them to what they feel. But then parents say, I want to wait till at least they're 18. So at least we have some maturity stuff. But the kids feel, I'm just trying to think of the teens I've worked with, literally, they're so feels like a Martian in their own body that they just can't tolerate it. Well, and so the depression, the anxiety, yeah. they look bipolar and they're not. They're just yeah. devastated because the world is not getting them and they're not feeling like yeah. in their body. And so I just wonder your thoughts about it. Um, I think, I mean, I, there's so many different directions you can go with that. But I think that like for me too, I'm glad, I mean, in a way, because I mean, I still have those thoughts where I feel like, well, what if, you know, even though back then, you know, it wasn't when I was, you know, growing up, it wasn't really, you know, as now, you know, everything's like much more free and much more, you know. Like thankfully, yes, but um, yeah, and um, but I think that you know, I had those same thoughts, and if I had done a lot of the things I wanted to do, you know, then I don't know who I would be right now, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of it is they need, you know, and I not that I'm trying to be like, oh, let me help the world, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm like, they you, they need somebody to talk to who's been in that situation because you know. Like I said, you know, I'm so glad I didn't do some of the things, you know, back in the day that I wanted to do. And, you know, I felt like there was no other way and and all this, you know, stuff like that. But I'm like, you know, you just got to, I mean, oh God, there's so many other routes you can take and, you know, and it's not the end of the world and you just have to survive. You just have to get through it. And I know it's tough, 
But at the same time, it's, you know, it's... Do you think it would be okay for kids, uh, kids, you know, 15, 16, 17 mm-hmm. to take hormones? If, would, what would you tell the parents? If the parents go, I'm really lost. Yeah. And, and... Yeah, I think it's, I mean, you know, like I said, I think it's okay. And I think it's fine because, you know, everybody, that's the thing. Everybody's so different. I feel like there's no one right answer. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, like I said, I was so adamant about things that I thought I should be doing at the time or, you know, wanted to do. And then now when I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't do that. Or some, you know, some things I'm like, you know, I wonder what I would, where I'd be now if, you know, I did start taking hormones when I was, you know, in my teens. Would or... your parents have been the kind of parents to let you? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, my mom would, my mom was definitely much more lenient of that stuff and she probably would have been more understanding. But at the same time, I didn't really know, you know, again, it, it was a different time because there wasn't really trans out and about. Like you didn't know what that was mm-hmm. when I was growing up. There wasn't anybody out there that you could be like, this is what trans is and this is what I want to be. Did you, know you know have I mean? the talk like mom, dad, I'm. See, when I came out to my mom. You know, and I came out to her and then she basically talked to my dad. Because <laughs> I, I was like, oh. She translated. Right. And that's the thing that's so funny because it's like, you know, when my dad was in the military and when we were growing up, he was so, I mean, he was military. He was so strict. And so the, now, oh my God, like he calls me his daughter. And like, it's almost uh, awkward for me because I'm just like, uh, you know, you know, it's, it's, but it's crazy. It's like, you know. How it's, old it's were amazing. you when you came out? Gosh, I remember we were in Virginia and... I was laying there. And that's the thing, too. Like, I mean, now I came out as gay to my mom, but at the same time, you know, I'm trans. So, like, sexuality versus, like, who you are are two different things, you know, which now, like, you didn't even know that, like, back in the day. So I was like, Mom, I'm gay. But, you know, I was like, maybe this, I would say maybe the ninth grade. And I remember, you know, she was in the bathroom and I'm, like, laying on the floor in her room. And I was just like, Mom, there's something I got to tell you. And, She's just like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you know, I think I'm gay. And, you know, and I'm sitting there crying or whatever. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, but it was like this whole thing. And like this, again, we're in Virginia. So not only is it, you know, like, there's like, what? You know, but also it's racist. And yeah, the black and community, is, I mean, you know, for African-American families are different cultures. Yeah. It's really, you know, very it is. intense. And when you're trying to protect your child, right? Exactly. And it's, I don't know. It, it was, you know, like I said, it was crazy. But then like, you know, even now, like now that I've grown up, I'm like, well, I don't consider myself gay. I consider myself straight because I'm you know i'm trans you know what i mean like i feel more but at the same time also like you know i mean there's so many you know Layers, that's a whole yeah. nother conversation <laughs> i was gonna say because i could get into that too but um back to like you know the whole with, wait no no, no. Kid, what yes. were you gonna say i was gonna say what i told you before where i feel like you know get into a girl oh i'm trying it's, <laughs> it's a mouthful no the thing is like with being trans you know i feel like growing up you know i felt like there was you know it's same thing with like the kids now where it's like you know i need to be on hormones i need this i need this and that there's no one way. There's no one street to take. And I've learned that. And I'm glad that I didn't at the you know beginning, like I wasn't, I didn't jump on hormones and I didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I didn't, you know, you know, mutilate myself in any kind of way or, you know, do anything, you know, surgical to myself because now I love myself oh. and everything that I have. Oh. And I'm very appreciative of that. And, you know, if I had done something back then, I don't know who I would be right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it takes you a while. Because even, like I said, I didn't even start doing hormones until I was 29. You know what I mean? And So some of those parents would be correct in saying, let's wait it out just a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like more than anything, their kids need somebody to talk to and relate to. So that they get validated. And to, you know, just validate their feelings and let them know that, you know, it's okay to feel this way. And let them know that, you know, 
again, there's, you know, there's not one way to, you know, just be understanding of their situation and know that there's not, you know, well, if you do that, then what? You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to solve all your problems. You know what that's I mean? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. not. You know, or you're going to be on hormones and they're going to make you feel crazy. So did you know that? You know what I mean? Did you know that this is what it's going to do? But not attack them, you know, give them a chance to talk to them or, you know, take them to somebody who's like, you know, hell, I've done, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, for me, you know, there's certain things that like, I, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, I was like, I'm going to do this and this and this. And I'm like, now I'm like, God, I'm glad I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, who the hell would I be right now? So when you came out, you told mom, mom told dad. Yes. And then um, did dad circle back or it was no. just out there? I, do, I think it was just out there. He didn't really address it as much. It was kind of like, you know, it kind of was what it was. So, you know, and like I said, I think he thought more like it was probably a phase, which is crazy because when I look back on it too, like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, relatives and, and like, you know, in, in my family that are, you know, kind of out there, <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, why was I like that? But I get it because I was their child, you know uh -huh. what I mean? And, you know, growing up like that. But, um, but yeah, so it was, um, like I said, it wasn't really until, and I don't know, like, you know, if this was just a complete mindset change for him, but like once he got out of the military, you know, and technically he's still in, but you know, once he like, you know, officially retired, it was like, we were able to really build a relationship mm -hmm. that. And then also when I moved out of the house, you know what I mean? Once I got out of the house, it was like this mutual, you know, like, we're so happy to just, you know, be around each other and see each other and, and sort of thing. Yeah, because you know you're, I mean? still, his, you're exactly. still his baby. You're exactly. Still his child. And so, you know, and I think that that was a lot of it. Those two things, him getting out of the military and then also me being, you know, away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like we're not so up in each other's faces with our, you know. But like but like I said, now they're mo the most supportive and, and you they know. They must be so proud of you. Yeah, they are. And it's, you know, it's crazy because, I mean, I you know, I don't feel like I've done it. You know, I'm just like, I'm just living. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, I'm really doing, you know, the most, I guess. So what do you say to the parents? What oh. What's some just nugget of advice for these parents who have kids who are struggling, not quite sure. They're not sure if they're gay, they're lesbian, mm -hmm. they're trans, they're bi, whatever. Yeah. What, what would you say to parents about um, trying to be patient or understanding yeah or... i mean i think the best thing to do would be like i mean i guess if you could just talk i mean i don't want to so that's the thing it's it's hard because you know the parents don't necessarily have the answers because they're it's a completely different world you know what i mean so just for them to listen to their kids and then they can't give them the answers that they need you know the big thing that i hear from parents is i'm so embarrassed they're doing this to me yeah how could they do this to you. me and that's the thing it's not about you <laughs> it's not about you and that's the thing you have to remove yourself it's not personal no it's not personal it's not about you this is what they're going through and they don't even know what they're going through like they don't even know what the heck's going that's on that's right Kids you know what I mean? Yeah, they don't know because like I remember, like I said, you know, my mind would, you know, and not that like I didn't know who I was or, you know, but at the same time I didn't. And so I would think I needed this. And then like, you know, like I said, a year would go by and I'm like, oh, I didn't need that. You know what I mean? So they're just, they're confused and they, so just but love. not in a way of like, they know who they are or they know what they want. They just don't know the way to go about to get it. And again, there's no set path. You know what I mean? Like being on hormones, you know, doing this, doing that is not going to make you, you know, it's, it's, it's internal. That's so great to hear. I think it really is. But I do believe though, like I said, you know, and I've thought about this too, but then a part of me is like, you know, cause I, part of me would love to just sit down and talk with kids and talk with parents and blah, 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 all that stuff. But then part of me is like, Oh God. It's exhausting. It's I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> it's I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's it's really lovely, though, to see change. Absolutely. And power. Absolutely. And how 
it's all about love, right? It Absolutely. all comes back to keep your arms open and Absolutely. just love, love, love. One of the things too that I'm I'm hearing from everything that you're sharing about your experience and mm-hmm. and even you, Dr. Wendy, from your interaction with these families is it sounds like helping your child find a community or a role model or Somebody. something because yeah. just like the kids don't know yeah. how to go about it, the parents don't know exactly. how to go about it. So even them saying you don't need that, they don't they don't know they don't know that exactly. they don't need that. Exactly. So it's more the loving acceptance exactly. and separating out sort of like you were talking about the problem that you have mm-hmm. with you know your expectation for what your child was going to be like exactly. and and the acceptance of what the child is so exactly. you know go to therapy or right. find somebody or a group right the lesbian uh, center the yeah, team line exactly there, you know there are support organizations for parents as yeah. well um you know educate yourself and kind of stay out of the way too because i think sometimes with a lot of these, a uh, lot of things that young people go through, uh, whether it is something that is as huge as, you know, your identity or, um, or feels as huge, like, mm-hmm. you know, but I love him, exactly. you know, it's like the more you sort of try to tell somebody that that's not right for them, the more they're going to double they're down rebel. And, and they're not going to have the space yeah. to, they're not going to have the space to figure it out for themselves. Exactly. And, exactly. And so... Uh, yeah, I'm hearing kind of give them space, find community. Exactly. You gotta talk, 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 talk. Exactly. Get it out, especially for teens, even if it's and an listen, yeah. especially for the because you know they just need a they didn't need somebody to hear them, and a lot of times, you know, they're not looking for an answer from you because you don't have it because it's not you're not in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Right. As a parent, How could you know? Yeah, you can't. And but and you also can't make it about you, and you also can't make it like you know you, you don't know you know, and it's okay not to know, but just let them vent, let them talk, you know. And it's not a failure as no, a parent. God I no, God no. It's just that, but I think that some parents, you know, always think well, they you know whether their child becomes a drug addict, and yeah. I, I'm not equating these things at all. No, I know exactly. Or what you're saying. you know, but that your child that something something goes happens on. different than what you were expecting, right. and you think, oh my God, it's the end of the what world. What did I do? What did I do? When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera. And how do you feel about, I asked you this a little bit a while ago about that movie that was going to be made, Scarlett Johansson, she was going to play trans, Mm -hmm. and then she, the trans community got upset about it, right, Mm -hmm. because she wasn't really trans, and so she stepped down. So, um, do you know about that movie project? I I I did not. I don't know what the project is, but I I feel like I've heard that kind of a controversy. You know. Everybody got so upset at her. Yeah, and I mean, but I don't think people got upset with Boys Don't Cry. With no, I mean, I don't think so. But I, it's a different time too. Yeah. But you know, there's another movie that came out recently, like within the last year, and it, I mean, definitely didn't like do anything like. I mean, it got a lot of buzz. I mean, but it was, I was in it too. It's called Anything, and it stars um, what is his name, Matt Balmer, mm-hmm. who actually plays a trans woman, and it got a lot of backlash. You know, because he's a gay man, and you know, 
basically represent you know and i mean and i you know like i said i was in the movie too but like it got a lot of backlash from the trans community because you know he's playing a trans woman and they're like well, why not just hire a trans woman um versus you know a man basically in, in a wig and a dress you know what i mean which is technically what it was you know what i mean um, and I, it, it's hard because like I said, I go back and forth because I see both sides of it. Like I said, I was actually in the movie and you know, a lot of like the trans community was like, you know, shut this picture down because you know, he's misrepresenting our community and stuff like that. But I'm also like, so I understand that. And like I said, my scenes were with him, you know what I mean? So we played off of each other, but at the same time, it was also like, to me, I'm like, okay, but you're saying shut down this project, but this project is employing like at least seven or eight other trans people. So you, you know what I mean? And like educating to, the world. Exactly. And again, and this is a story that, you know, unfortunately, we're still in a place where, and this goes for anything, whether you're trans or not, but you know, you need a name to sell a story. That's true. And if you don't have that name, the story, nobody's going to care. So you still like, I mean, at least the story was told. Granted, they, they should, what they should have did was made him, you know, a crossdresser, like not, you know, advertise it as he's a trans woman because he's not. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if they had just did that, you know, I don't know why they, but it was kind of, I mean, you know. <laughs> like the scenes that I was in because it was myself him and then this uh, another actress Gia Ryan and um you know you could clearly tell the difference between the th you know the, the us two were you know on this side of the spectrum you know much more you know and then here you know she is um but uh but yeah it's you know like I said it, it's a story that needs to be told and unfortunately we're still in a time well not even unfortunately but it's a money thing it's not even about you know i feel like that was more of a you know if you want the story to be told it needs to be if you want to sell it's got to be have somebody in there that can sell it mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing you know what i mean and the movie itself is pretty good like i saw it you know when it premiered um but uh yeah but that got a lot of backlash too so it's so the times we were uh we, <laughs> we were interrupted when you were asking about dating yes, yes. let's oh. get back yes i love that <laughs> She's a dating. Yeah. I love how people go circle back. We are going to be circling oh, back. Circle dating. back. Dating. <laughs> yes. How is dating? Dating is all right. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, I don't, you know, it's so weird because, you know, you, uh, like, the dating world is hard for anybody, but being trans, it's especially, like, unique, I would say, because, you know, no. so two things. One, you know, most trans women, I am so the exception of the rule, you know, but most trans women are either, you know, and I hate to even say this because, you know, I don't want people to be like, oh my God, you know, you're bashing your community, but it's the truth, damn it. You know, because it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So they're either, you know, they're either prostitutes or they're porn stars. Like, but that's like a large majority of, you know, cause that's kind of like the box we've been put in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to go out and get employment. It's hard to, you know, be accepted in a world where you're not, you know, accepted or you're trying mm -hmm. to figure yourself out or you're trying to you know, you don't look the way you feel. And you know what I mean? There's so much rejection in this world anyway. You know, on top of like, you know, being trans, it's like, that's like the ultimate, like, you know, cause that's something you can't hide. You know what I mean? Like you walk down the street and people are gonna, ah, you know what I mean? It is what it is. You know what I mean? Unless you're very passable, but even that, like there's still somebody that's always gonna look at you and be like, you know, that used to be a man or that, you know, whatever, or that's still a man. You know what I mean? There's always that, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, so it's tough. It's tough. But again, I say that to say, you know, back to dating, you know, most, you know, at least most of the girls I know, you know what I mean, are, you know, on that, you know, porn star, <laughs> you know, you know, making Escort. their money on the side. Exactly. Escort spectrum. And then at the same time, most of the guys, you know, are just, you know, they don't because of our society, I do believe, you know, they don't want 
they're afraid to have something serious with a trans woman. Like they're afraid to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? They might want it, but they're afraid of the stigma that comes along with it. You know what I mean? And just, you know, being looked at as, oh, well now, you know, somebody sees you with a trans woman. Oh, then you must be gay. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's not even about that. It's like, you're taking it to a whole nother extreme. It's like, you know, this is just what you're attracted to. And I mean, she's feminine. That's still, a, you know, in my opinion, it's a woman, but yes. you know, everybody looks at it as something different. Um, so it's it's difficult because most guys are just trying to hook up and have their fun, but at the same time live a, you know, straight everyday life, you know, but then at the same time, most, you know, trans women are, you know, they're just trying to make their money. You know what I mean? So, you know, luckily, like I said, I'm not in that bracket, you know, um, and I've dated men before and I've, you know, I've had successful relationships, but, you know, it's difficult. Like I said, it's difficult for anybody, but there's added layers that you have to deal with. And then when do you tell? I know that's a big thing too. Well, see, this is my thing though. Like, I'm very like... <laughs> I'm very selfish and I'm very, very much like, you know, I know exactly what I like. It has taken me a long time to get here. You know what I mean? When it comes to a person and all sorts of other things. So anybody that I meet, you know, I do not go anywhere that somebody would not automatically know that I am, you know, like I'm not going to straight bars trying to pick up somebody. I'm not doing that. I have been very like, and that's probably why I haven't gotten transparent. Into, yes. Yeah. Very transparent. And also very just like, you know, strategic. And because I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a stigma. I'm not going to be a statistic. I'm not going to be that girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, it's, especially being a black trans woman. I mean, like, I think that's like the highest, you know, I hate to say it, but the highest like kill rate, you know, yeah. you know, there's so many, but no. So I'm like, nope, not me. So at the gate you share with them. Oh, or, please. Like well, know well, your audience. You well, that's the even thing. Know. Exactly. Like if you're, if you're talking to me, you automatically know yeah. because you're either meeting me from a show or you meet me online where I'm on like a dating app that's, you know, specifically for trans. Like I am not, no, 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 no. You're not hiding who you are. No, God, right. no. Yeah. And not to be like that, but you can Google me. Like I'm right, somebody. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, mm, no. No, 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 no. So that and, must be refreshing to know you, you know, you were just... Yeah, but to me, again, you know, to me, it's just like, why? It's almost like, you know, what what other way is there? Like, it doesn't right. make any sense for me to, like, to hide something or because at the same time, at some point, this person's going to find out yeah. or at some point, you know, and, and not even about them, but about you. What are you doing to yourself? Right. You know what I mean? You're not satisfying yourself by hiding who you are. You're not honoring yourself. No. And it's like, what are you doing? Saying, yeah. But there's yeah. also a lot of shame, embarrassment, and guilt, I get that, but that's, unfinished business. And I, I totally get that. But that's that's all, that's you. And that's what you need to work on yeah, for you. right. Because I feel like I'm in a place now where I'm just like, if somebody's like, bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want you either. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, so as far as here. the dating, is yes. there plenty of nice, lovely people? Yeah, so I mean, there's a it's a pretty decent pool, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, most guys aren't looking for anything, you know, 100% serious. But I feel like that's, like, now, like, this whole society is so, like, you know, and then being out here, too. You know what I mean? It's so fast, and everybody wants the next best thing. And, but there's you know, a lot of people who do want love and commitment. And, and I agree with that. And, and I agree and with that, kids. you know. Um, but like I said, that on top of the layer of being with a trans person, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, technically, like, you know, like, you know, I can't get pregnant no matter how hard I try. <laughs> Not that I want to. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's a whole other thing where it's like, you know, well, if you want a family and all this stuff, okay, well, we'd have to adopt or we'd have to do certain, you know, there's all these other, like, you know, added layers of shit that you have to deal with. You know what I mean? It's not just, you know, it's not just, you know, 
hey, let's make a family. You know you what I mean? You want to get married, have kids? Um, I would love to. I don't know about kids, but I would love to. Um, I would love to be married. You know what I mean? I'm in. A, I'm in such a place now where, like, we were talking about pets too, where it's like, you know, when I was growing up, I had like, I had, there was a time when I had five cats. I was the crazy cat lady yeah. when I first moved out from my. You know what I mean? Like, we all go through things, and I had boyfriends, and you know, they were living with me, and I'm just like. I'm at a place now where I'm just like, I'm so comfortable in my own skin and happy to be where I am and who I am. I'm like, I don't want to have to take care of anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm finally at peace with who I am. Yeah. So I'm like, the last thing I want to do is have to worry about somebody else. Like, I would love to date, but you got to have well, your own She's going to meet somebody, like, within, like, the next couple weeks. Right. That's <laughs> because a normal you're like, right. right. That's you're like, happens. I am so cool. Yeah, there's, right. Right. there's no own. desperate nothing. There's just, right. no. like, you're, you're... And I have my, but I have my moments. Like, you know, like, when I have too much downtime that I'm sitting there in my place, and, and I love my place because I have everything I need. But I'm also just like, okay, it's kind of lonely in here. You know what right. I mean? So you have those moments. But for the most part, like I said, I'm very content. I'm very happy. I'm very, I love having my independence. I love my schedule. But you're also open to dating. Of course. Yes. Of course. I just want to make the sure right that person. we're yes. open. Stay Putting open. it out in the universe yes. for anybody who's listening. Yes. What <laughs> kind of person do you like? Um, um, do you care about looks? Do you of care course. About, okay, I don't know. I've <laughs> had to, listen, I am still paying to look like this. I mean, you know, makeup costs, you know, like, you know, going to the gym. I haven't been in the gym forever, but I need to. Um, but everything costs, you know what I mean? So it's like, of course, I'm not going to like, I'm constantly, you know, Do you like different cultures? Own. Do you like older, younger? Does religion matter? Sorry, um, I just need to know. No, I don't, I don't necessarily, um, you know, you know, obviously as long as you're open, you know what I mean? Because I mean, you wouldn't be with a trans woman if you're not open, you know what I mean? But, um, no, I mean, you know, I mean, generally, you know, I'm tall, I'm a tall one, you know, y'all, y'all, you know how tall I am. And because I'm six feet, so you know, typically somebody my height or taller, you know, um, race wise, I'm pretty open. I mean, I do love black men, but I mean, I'm open to everything. And um, you know, religion wise, I'm open because I'm I've never been overly religious, you know, because we traveled around so much. But I've always been spiritual, and I've always, you know, I believe in a higher power, and you know, I believe that, you know. But I've also always just believed that, you know, the energy that you put out there will come back to you, and you treat people one way, they'll treat you the same way. And I've always, you know, for the most part, you know, especially now. I've always, I mean, that's how I live and that's how it's been. You know what I mean? I don't really have any drama in my life. I don't really have any negativity in my life. You know, and if, and if I do, it's my own mindset. And like, I just went to, I mean, I love going to psychics. So I went to two psychics yesterday. Ah, and two? one of them, yes, how two. Are oh, I got my life. I just, you know, and it, like I told you about I this know. too. Like, it's like therapy for me, you know, because I go and when I feel like, you know, Things are happening fast enough or, you know, things are happening, to, you know, whatever, you know, I'll go and then they'll sit down and be like, girl, you know, you're fine. <laughs> you know, this is what's happening with you and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. So, um. Did they tell you real, real stuff? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Like, you know, especially because, I mean, the main two things I ask about career. Career is one. And then second, you know, I'll ask about love life too, you know. And it's always, it's so funny because every time I do, you know, no matter who I've asked, it's always been the same. It's almost like this Diana Ross Barry Gordy situation where it's always like, you know, they're both going to happen at the exact same time. You're going to get extremely busy, which I'm, you know, I'm busy now, but at the same time, I'm not as busy as I could be. And you're going to get extremely busy and you're going to meet somebody throughout that sector. Like it's going to be almost a more of a management type of, you know, and it's going to be that type of, like I said, Diana Ross Barry Gordy situation. So it's, you know, it's interesting. It's you really got two. Not right? one reading, two. Right. No, I did. Yeah. And the first one was, the first one was, um, the first one was, uh, it was more about energies and stuff like that. And it was like a friend of a friend, you know what I mean? So she wanted to take me there and I, it was great, you know, and just about like, you know, channeling different energies and just changing your mindset. And then the other one was somebody I've been to like, you know, several times. I love going to her and she was just like, 
you know, basically like, you know, I asked her about like this audition tomorrow and she's like, okay, you know, this is what's going to happen with that. And I asked her about, you know, work-wise, you know, what's going to happen and, you know, and love-wise and all that stuff. And it was, you know, and she was, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's always been positive things, but at the same time, I live in a very positive light too. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what I attract. With all of that, yes. do you have any advice for listeners to improve their sexual or relationship health life? Um, I mean, the best advice I could give is just know what you want and what you like, because I have been, and this is sexually relationship wise, whatever, because, you know, know what you want and then stick with that because, you know, I've been approached, you know, and I've talked to people all the time and, you know, what I've learned is, you know, if you're not happy, if you're not satisfied, then, you know, you're wasting your time because at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to, you know, get whatever out of it that they want to get out of it. And then you're still sitting there like feeling like, well, why did I, you know, then you feel used and abused. Like, well, what the hell did I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't taken care of. You right. first. You know what I mean? Exactly. You have to put yourself first. You have to. It's like Ivanka. What's her, uh, be best. Yes. That's the, Melania. Yes. Melania. Oh, right, whatever. Well, one of them. Oh, They're best. all married to him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. So. Oh, let's <laughs> get into it. How do you feel about Donald Trump? Oh, oh God. You know, what's funny is like, you know. Not that I, I mean, I didn't love him when he was on The Apprentice, but I loved the show. And he was like, eh, to me. But you know, but like, I love watching the show, but he's doing exactly what he did then. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. he's a one-trick pony. <laughs> and it's funny, because people are seeing that now, but I'm like, this is the same shit he did. He made irrational decisions. He fired people for no reason. He, you know, made up scenarios in his head about you things that were happening. You are who you are, wherever This you is go. exactly who he was. And it was entertaining, in a sense, to watch on TV. Even though, to me, like I said, there was parts of it where I was just like, oh, he's such an idiot. Like, why are they, you know... But, um, you know, but it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. So, it's unfortunately, he's running our country. But yeah, the flip the side of all the chaos in my mind, too, mm -hmm. is that I have become aware of how many people out there are on yeah, what, that side. what I consider, but actually what I consider the right side. Yeah. Like, you know, that... Yeah. Um, trying to fuck with trans rights and, yeah. and the military and stuff. The yeah. majority of people are saying, what? No. I mean, even the military is saying, like, like what are you doing? Uh -uh. Exactly. Like, no, right? They you serve know? their country, too. Come and on. so it's kind of bringing all of these things into the question. Yeah. And then we, yeah, and to the light. And it's caused a lot of chaos, a lot of damage. We're going to spend a lot of time trying Fixing to undo. It. But there's yeah. also something really beautiful about yeah. the communities no that have anymore. really evolved. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. a light at the end of the tunnel for everything. And, you know, and I, I agree. I 100% agree. You know, because at least now, you know, it's not so in the shadows. Like, you can see how people think and who thinks what and why. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's... So it's yeah. There, I mean, there's 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 positives to everything. And look at all the candidates now that are LGBTQ, right? And, and women, like trans women exactly. just gotten elected. Exactly. Yeah, and more um, more Muslim candidates than ever before. I mean, just the diversity all around is inspiring and exciting right. to me. So you know, so fuck him. Exactly, <laughs> that man. That man. I love that today they said uh, uh, Melania came out with Be Best and she had this big speech and all this wonderful stuff about anti-bullying. And then while she's giving her beautiful speech, She's just Twitter. can't fucking stop with right. the Tourette's of Twitter. Yeah, just a mess. Yeah. Just, it makes no sense. Oh, it yeah. makes absolutely... Like, I can't even watch MSNBC anymore. And I used to love watching MSNBC, mm -hmm. but I can't because it's like... 
every day it's something else and i'm just like okay are we gonna do something is our no, system that yeah. screwed up that we literally just let this man keep doing shit like i mean we can't you know what i mean but it's but like you know do but what we do continue. right like we you, do. do you represent you we do, do. You're doing you live your, your work life. exactly you're doing the charity exactly but it's it's just you know. so you know it's almost it's just like i can't enjoy it yeah. you know what i mean like right. i like it, you know and not to be like this but like you know when the election was happening of course until he actually won but you know the election it was so comical and you're just like this is insane oh my god you're like this is like it's a, it's a shit show we're having a, you know this is crazy it's crazy and i love the undertones of here's elegant barack obama just coming uh, and still being who he is oh yeah every yeah. single moment yeah, yeah. I mean, the other just... night we pulled up on youtube his uh recent speech the at nelson the nelson mandela honoring mm-hmm. it was like a long ass speech i didn't realize it was like over two hours or whatever wow. but it was just like just sitting there and like listening to him yeah yeah like, Relaxing yeah, exactly. and being like, Serenity. okay, we're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. he's like, oh, he's just like, <laughs> there are leaders in the world that are smart and, right. and that and this you is know, not forever. Yes, and, and believe in in the goodness of people, and and this is just a beautiful. Yeah, you feel place a feeling. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then yeah. you and yeah. then you return to reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, the other yeah. feeling that's in the White House right now is like, oh my God, fuck. Right, right. Look inside. Look inside your tiny mind and look a bit harder Cause we're so uninspired, so sick and tired Of all the hatred you harbor So you say, it's not okay to be gay Well I think you're just evil You're just some racist who can't tie my laces Your point of view is medieval wrap up anything else nothing I ju- you know what I just I thank you so much for coming today yeah. well, I thank y'all for having me and I had so much fun and you know this is great you know it's 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 this is so much fun so I appreciate tell you tell us both. where we can see you where people can yeah. contact you yes absolutely so I am I mean I'm you know you can google me Roxy Wood R-O-X-Y W-O-O-D but I am at Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood um, like I said we do bingo legendary bingo drag queen bingo you know hashtag drag queen bingo legendary bingo whatever but um, you can find I mean you know you can find me I'm everywhere Facebook Google you know Are you Instagram on Twitter I am not. I was on Twitter for a minute, but I'm so just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's too Twitter, much. So it's I have an account, and then I like I haven't tweeted in forever, and like literally, I was just reposting what I would tweet, and you know, like I oh, will come see this show or whatever. You know what I mean? I just, eh. but um, but yeah, Instagram. I'm more of a visual person. Instagram, Facebook, you know. Wherever. And on Instagram, you're Foxy, F-O-X-X-Y, R-O-X-Y, W-O-O-D. Yeah, Foxy, Roxy Wood, two X's and Foxy. But you can just, I mean, just Roxy Wood. If you just type in Roxy Wood, I mean, you'll see big old boobs and I'm sitting there. <laughs> you'll see me. You'll see me. Or, you know, like hashtag, you know, Roxy Wood, legendary bingo, drag queen bingo, whatever. Um, but you will find me. But yeah, like I said, we do bingo at Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood. We are there every Sunday. Two shows, six and eight, every Wednesday, seven and nine, and every Thursday at seven. And then, you know, I do a bunch of other stuff. I've done TV movies, stuff like that, too. And, um, yeah, and that's it, you know. And we also so do... they can go to your shows. IMDb page. They can go to my IMDb page. I'm somebody. I've got go. some credits. i got a couple of things I've done. Dr. Wendy's Dream Journal. Did you have a dream journal exercise? Yes, so every show we... Homework! Yeah! Talk about... (laughs) Yeah, just, you know, I think what I've gotten from this show today Mm -hmm. is just authenticity, you know? Just like, 
again, being unapologetically yourself. Your beautiful, bright spirit that really I connected with, and I just, it's such a gift because a lot of people don't have it, and we just spend so much time trying to help people find it. So to have someone authentically have it, yeah. um, So you know, maybe a dream journal idea would be just to sit and and think about when are you authentically yourself. You know, when are you your true self, just relaxed and bright and beautiful and um, positive and uh, feel really loved and focus on that? Because I think that is the most important thing in life. You know, there's so much negativity and so many overwhelming things in life and, you know, technology and politics and all the heaviness and to push that aside and just really focus on, you know, any stage of life, what brings you joy, but really thinking about when are you your most authentic and how can you incorporate that more in your life? You know what I mean? Because I'm very, and I don't want to, I hate to say lucky, because I feel like I've worked hard to be where I am right now. And it's, you know, because I mean, when I look, it's like, I don't even remember half the things I've been through until I really think about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is, you know what I mean? But I'm so comfortable in my own skin. I'm just like, oh, it's always been like this. I'm like, no, it hasn't. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I, thinking about all that, but then like, how can you, when you find those moments, how can you make that more of an everyday thing for you? Right. You know what I mean? Because like I'm very fortunate where, you know, like I said, I don't, you know, I don't work some nine to five where, you know, I can't, you know, I can't wear makeup here. Or, you know what I mean? Or I can't do this or that. Or I've got to you know, hide my boobs or, you know what I mean? Like, so many people can't. Exactly. First of all, they don't know what exactly. that is to be authentic. Exactly. To really be They're just living peace. this machine. Yeah. You know, my dad was born with the happy gene. Every day is happy day. I swear no. to God, the man is like happy, happy, happy. He's 87, and every fucking day is happy. He's had two triple bypass surgeries. Wow. Happy, happy. Even wow. in the hospital, he's like no meds, and everything's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then my mom has the doom and gloom gene. Yeah. We're all going tomorrow. <laughs> right. And just like, they balance each other out. But, you know, it's uh, so 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 much work for a lot of people, yeah. and that's okay. But but. Again, so what do you do? You know, one thing is to self-care is number one. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Eat well as much as you can. Sleep yeah. well. You know, exercise. Walk. Find, co- find community. Find right. community. Exactly. Animals. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, Taoism is all about nature and, you know, uh, be, being a good person in this world. Well, and Buddhism and Taoism is also about... You know, the impermanence and the constant change, accepting oneself mm-hmm. and the constant change, right? So, um, you're, you've changed a lot mm-hmm. and, and... And still and, changing. And you're still changing. And like you're talking about, Wendy, how do we... How do we increase? Both of you said this. Like, how do we increase those situations in yeah. our life where in the, the positive, the, yeah, where, where we you feel? feel good. I thought you were gonna say pot. I was like, yeah, uh, the pot, yeah. increase yeah. the pot. <laughs> Come on, people. We're in California. It's legal. And you know what? It's <laughs> it's to, to bring it all back around, the corner, the uh, like you were talking about <laughs> the Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Girls is uh, like is. I mean, there's laughter. an example of yeah. like just authentic, just, uh, like, yeah, real. Four women at a stage in their life where they kind of don't give a fuck. Yeah just like this is who we are this is our community right and it doesn't have to look like you know like you thought it would look you know exactly and and that's kind of one of the things I love about like shows like Golden Girls because especially for women who and at that time like this is like the 80s like early like but people still don't even live like that now. Like, there's a stigma about, like, you know, four men living in a house, four women living in a house. It's like, no, do it, no, man. Because I that's love community. It. Exactly. And if this is how you create your normal and this is how you're happy, because I told my friend that too. Like, you know, she's, you know, might be on the verge of breaking up with her, 
you know, boyfriend, they've been together for a long time or whatever. And I was just like, well, if he moves out, you know, I was like, girl, I mean, I love having my own space, but if you, you know, want to save up and get a house or something like that, girl, we could totally do the Golden Girls thing. Yeah. Like, I would be down for that. You know what I mean? And these are women who embraced who they were. Exactly. And they didn't give a fuck. Exactly. It was like, this is who I am, yeah. and don't try to change me. I think exactly. that show works, too, because yeah. exactly. well, how are you going to do that? And they're like, exactly. just watch me, you know? They, exactly. don't, they don't need approval. They're right. strong. Women. They are. Yeah, they really are. They're great Amazing. moms. And it's flowing. Amazing. I still watch it once in a while. I, I forget all how great the time. that is. <laughs> it's still really good. I mean, it comes, and that's one thing I will say. It's such a great, amazing show that literally, at some point every day, it's on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, at least once a day on, you know, because it's on Hallmark, it's on TV Land, yeah. Logo will sometimes play marathons. But yeah, at some point each day, you know, it is, it is on. So that's, I mean, that's so an amazing So you do a, a version of it with different... Well, you know, Sex like right. City. I mean, I think that it is yeah. kind of a, a hot in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I think that it, it it was it was a format that has been duplicated and will continue to be. Du- yeah. It would be four awesome to see. Women. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome to see one. Yeah, with four trans women or yeah, or, or just a mix yeah. of people and yeah. you know, almost like a friends type of situation too. Actually, like doing live stagings of Golden Girls episodes with like they do trans that. cast. They do. Great. Um, they do this thing called the Golden Gaze. And, like, I know that they've done it out. They do it out in San Francisco. Jackie B, who's a really big drag artist, you know, she's been around forever. Um, but she um, she does it, too, because she plays the B. Arthur character. Oh, and, yeah, they do it out here, too, because I think they do it at, um, I think it's Casita Del Campo. They do it out here, or El Cid, or one of them. But, yeah, they do it out here, like, every now and then. El they'll Cid, do it in, home yeah. of the flaming margarita. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. I got a show at El Cid, like, years ago, too. Um, oh, oh I'm sorry, around. that's El Compadre. Oh, see, right. oh look at you. Now, if we were going to go to El Cid and be upset. Like, oh, <laughs> Where's my flaming margarita, right? goddammit? She said it on the, on the podcast. Oh, fuck me. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Damn it. All right, well, this is too fun, but we all have to go. You have an audition. I have an audition. Good I'm luck. 145, thank you. Happy, I'm gonna go happy, home next level, love, career, yeah. everything. Go see her. Yeah. Please, 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 everybody go Hamburger see her. She's Mary's amazing. West Hollywood. It's so much fun. You will get your time. Put all the information in the notes. So as yes. always, you can find me Jenny with an I at on Twitter at Jenny JV Wilson, Instagram I am the Preppy Rebel, email Jennifer JV Wilson at Gmail, and on the web at JennyJVWilson.com. You can find Dr. Wendy on her YouTube channel. We're both on Facebook too, but you can also find her everywhere. You can find me everywhere: Instagram, Twitter. YouTube, Facebook. Instagram, she is I am Dr. Wendy. She is. I am Dr. Wendy, and then Twitter is Ask Dr. Wendy. My website, www.doctor, Dr. Wendy O'Connor, because there's an O'Connor, Wendy O'Connor, Dr. Wendy O'Connor's in New York. She's blonde. She's there's very a sweet. Wood too. Yeah, she gets like my voicemail sometimes when I get her. She's hers. blonde too. She's, yeah. <laughs> These blonde girls, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you taking our names? Uh, yes. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. And, uh, you know, please, as always, stay open. And as I always say, be as authentically yourself as you can possibly stand. And Yay. we will yeah. see you soon. Bye. Yay! It was so much fun talking to Roxy. And I hate to bring us down at all because she's so positive, but I think it's really important to reiterate something that she said in this podcast. Trans women of color are disproportionately targeted by fatal violence, and more than one in four trans people face any degree of bias-driven assaults and harassment on a regular basis, 
Reports have been getting worse since 2017 and 2018 is looking like the worst year yet. So how do we support the transgender community? Well, first of all, vote, especially for candidates who advocate for policies that support non-binary and non-cisgender people. Well, actually, you know what? First of all, should be don't be a dick. And second of all, vote. Next, I'd say don't make assumptions about someone's gender or sexual orientation. Ask people what their preferred pronouns are. Be respectful. Always be respectful. Educate yourself. Recognize that there isn't one way to be trans, non-binary, or genderqueer any more than there is one way to be a man, a woman, straight, gay. The best way to learn and understand someone's experience is just to talk with them. Listen to them. We encourage you to reach out and connect with the transgender people in your world. They know a lot about all kinds of things, especially about how to live being unapologetically oneself. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, feel free to reach out to us through social media or at relationshipshowla at gmail.com. Please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, send us some stars, and share this podcast with people you know. We love doing it and hope you get something out of it as well. Thanks for listening and see you next time on The Relationship Show. When everything is going wrong And you can't see the point in going on Nothing in life is set in stone There's nothing that can be turned around Nobody wants to be alone Everybody wants to love someone Out of the tree go pick a plum Why can't we all just get along? Yelling and talking, talking shit and calling balls. That's what I do.